1: Welcome to episode sixty-one of the Canto Byte Dispatch. I'm Emily Lind, and with me, as always, my delightful co-host Brittany Brown. Hi, Brittany. Hello. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm, p- I'm pretty good. I'm sick again, but
2: I'm oh, no. <laughs> doing good. Ugh, I know. Like, and I have a story with that. So, a bunch of shit has been happening at San Diego State. So like at the very beginning of the month, uh someone decided to spread meningitis. So um yeah. So they, they keep sending emails like, oh, like someone has meningitis, but it's fine, it's fine. But then finally at the end of the month, end of September, they're like, hey, so um if you're under the age of uh twenty three, uh you, you should probably get a, a meningitis shot. So yeah, I had to go I had while I was at the, my, my most of my sickness I had to go get the flu shot and the meningitis shot and then that thing like hurt like a bitch because like they put the needle in the freezer and then as they're putting it in your arm they're like oh yeah we put this needle in the freezer and then you're gonna feel this like sharp burn in your arm for a
1: couple days <laughs> Just yeah like, I remember the meningitis <gasps> one being a painful one
2: yeah and then I have to go back next month and get it because I guess that's like, well, guess what, you do, what you do with it. I think it's like the B-string of meningitis or something. I don't know. But my arm has been in, like, massive pain for, like, two days. But it's going down now. But there's been a big red bump. So, I mean, that's been fun. And then what else did I do? I got a pumpkin. Did you, did you carve it or is it just a pumpkin? It's just a pumpkin. I don't know if I want to carve it yet because it's a nice pumpkin. I mean, like, I might go to, like, Target to get one of those, like 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 a a actual carvable pumpkin because I want to like eat the seeds like I was telling Carlos the other day how like people eat pumpkin seeds so I want to do that like take the seeds out and like make like pumpkin seeds like I think that's cool and then also make a jack-o'-lantern pumpkin thing yeah we used to do
1: like in elementary school we would roast pumpkin seeds in October
2: that's fun that sounds good yeah i thought you were gonna say that you like made jack-o'-lanterns like damn that's messy for like a kid like taking all the pumpkin goop out and carving like that's a knife like you don't want kids with a knife
1: yeah i don't think we got to carve them in school but there was like you know like we scooped them out and stuff i'm assuming the teacher carved i don't quite remember hmm yeah, cause I can see like you know
2: drawing with the markers, uh, cause I think that's like how you. I haven't carved a park pumpkin. Pumpkin. I haven't carved a pumpkin in a long time, so I think you like, you get like a pencil or a pen, and then you do.
1: But I'm really bad at that. Like
2: my pumpkins always turn out like looking really sad.
1: I look. I have no artistic skills whatsoever. I mean, I can <laughs> like even my like sticks look all janky. So, it's not. I don't magically get better with a knife and a really awkward <laughs> surface
2: god I don't trust myself with a knife like well I used to say that I used to like have a job where I used to like I used to work at a bowling alley which was also there was a bar there too and then the, the people in the kitchen would like bring the stuff out for the bar people to clean and I always had to clean oh stuff was dropping I always had to clean like the really sharp knives and I think I cut myself once on one of the knives it hurt but oh well anyways um
1: how was uh you went to new york comic-con yeah it was crazy um there were so many people um That's fun. yeah it was cool uh Araj and glass from the cyclists were out that was really neat um i Raj i met a couple times so this is my first time meeting glass Oh, how so, um, was less he's really he's really cool like i got talking a little bit and just like walk around for a while um I mean he made it here okay he's does not like flying <laughs> apparently but <laughs> that makes me want to fly like everywhere with
2: less now like if we like go somewhere i'm like hey let's bring less i just want to see less on a plane
1: <laughs> um let's see and uh so we saw them and fernando and uh johnny and mikey from rogue one uh Rebecca from You're Creepy, um, and Rashad, who does Will Communication, and then just some other people, not some non-podcasters, too, or not, you know, So <laughs> Just other uh, people. No, kidding. Like, sort of, like, after the con, we were hanging out like at a bar, and uh, Adam Stafford stopped by for a little bit. Um, oh, Michael Condon was hanging out with us throughout the con, and then Saturday night, Robbo stopped by for a bit, and that was cool, because Robbo is awesome. Fucking love that dude. You should listen to his podcast, The Wookiee Genome Project, and also his Shit. video game project podcast, which I don't actually know the name of because it's something long. But lots of fun people. Oh, and I got to see the Hellboy panel. Oh, how was that? It was cool. Um I was really bummed because originally Ian McShane was supposed to be out and then like he couldn't be there and He's in Deadwood, which is my favorite show of all time. And he's amazing, and I was so excited to see him. And so that was that was pretty disappointing. But, like, David Harbour, who's playing Hellboy, uh, he's the sheriff on Stranger Things. And he is really charming and funny. And, um, oh, Daniel Day-Kim was there, too, who I got from Lost. So that was a neat panel. And also they showed some footage that they aren't apparently putting up online which is crazy but that was fun
2: how was the footage no it's
1: weird it was good but the whole panel when they were when they're talking about it because of course you know they they're trying to distinguish themselves from the Game of the movies and they were talking about how this movie has a much like darker sort of horror movie tone and then the footage they show is like joke 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 wacky thing joke joke joke. Oh, that's, that's fantastic. It's like, so it's weird. Like the footage was good. It was like funny and looked like cool. And the the makeup is incredible. But I'm like, maybe you all need to get on the same page (laughs) of what movie you are making. Because if they are, if they are making the darker horror movie that the cast seems to think they're making, then that's awesome. I would like that as a Hellboy movie. Um, Mike Mignola, who was the creator of Hellboy, he was there too. And so, like, that's really cool. But if that's what the movie is, you can't advertise it like they advertised it. Because that footage isn't what that is. Oh, God. Movie making must be stressful because <laughs> that's a mess. Oh, and also, David Harbour totally spoiled something. After even after going, I'm Lionsgate told me not to say anything, and I'm really gonna, they're gonna be really pissed if I do. And I'm, but they're just like, so I'm not gonna do it. And then, like, said, I won't, I won't say anything because, but there was a hand motion that he made, and it's like, oh, okay, yeah, I totally spoiled part of the movie. Oh,
2: God, it's like uh, the Rogue One panel, uh, when in. That one person said that he died. <laughs> I remember I was watching that live. I forget who it was. Yeah, it was Baze, I think. Yeah, Baze, like um, the person who plays
1: Baze like said that like he dies in the movie. <laughs> and then everyone's just like, ah! But it it's really so funny, funny. though, because like sometimes like actors like just blurt out things by mistake. But yeah. David Harbour Knew that he wasn't supposed to say the thing he was about to say, said he wasn't exactly. supposed to say about that, he said, said he was going to get in trouble for saying it, and then did it anyway. I mean, I guess he's the lead of the movie. How much trouble can he actually be in? They're not, if the movie's successful, they're, you know, not going to fire him, but. <laughs> well, does it. Well, doesn't Mark
2: Ruffalo and Tom Holland always get like into shit? Like, didn't Mark Ruffalo like, just get into something because like he might have leaked? Like, I think he maybe said the, uh, title the name. Or of... Yeah,
1: but again, like that's just the that title. Like, honestly, like get off your shit with that. It's a movie title. Jesus Christ. I guess, but I feel
2: like with like Marvel, like you could say something and like it's a spoiler. But and then I don't know. They're just hard on those guys. But uh, I don't know. But imagine if like someone did that with like Star Wars. Like they. Ugh. I don't. I can't even imagine like what would happen or if like they say like oh like you'll get in trouble but like how do they get in trouble what did they get like a pay decrease or
1: something like that's not legal I think they just have to get I mean I think they just get yelled at a little bit
2: yeah but uh, no offense but like what's that gonna do like they're still you know in this movie like they can't just be like hey you're not gonna be in the movie anymore but I get it like they probably
1: respect it because it's Star Wars but then again like well if it's something Uh-oh. major you don't want to risk doing pissing off a huge company that could possibly give you work in the future. That's a good point too, but I
2: don't know. I mean, like someone like John Boyega, like he's set for life, you know. So, but I don't know. I not that I'm saying that he's going to do anything rational, irrational, but I don't know. Someone people are people. You you never know. But
1: yeah, but like really, like, let's let's I only went to two panels. I went to that panel, and the day before, I went to the uh, Lewis and Clark twenty fifth anniversary panel which I was like holy shit that show was on 25 years ago because I watched that show like as a kid like that was a show my whole family watched together and so that made me feel really fucking old. Is it bad that I don't know what show that even is? It was Clark, the New Adventures of Superman it was like a Superman show but it was mostly and like Superman's in it but like it was really oh. focused on Lois and Clark like and their relationship and so there's lots of reporter stuff and it was Terry Hatcher and Dean Kane.
2: Oh, okay. I think I know. Okay. Uh, for, a sec- for like a second, like Lewis and Clark. Like, what do you think I think of when I think of Lewis and Clark?
1: Well, I, I mean, <laughs> Lewis and Clark, I would hope you would think of Lewis and Clark, the Explorers. But this yeah. is Lewis and Clark, which is different. That's what I and, thought. spelled and pronounced differently. I thought you said Lewis
2: and Clark. I'm like, well, there was a show about that. I'm like, I don't think Emily would be into like that Western kind of shit. <laughs> oh, I, mean, I actually
1: really like westerns, but oh, you do? Well, because well, like you do not know... I like modern westerns. Modern westerns, okay. Because like, and some yeah. old ones. Like, I really like High Noon and some other classic ones. I'm not a big like John Wayne kind of western fan, but mm. yeah, I I grew up kind of with that. My uncle watches all those and.
2: Were you about to say
1: it's because I don't didn't like the last season of Westworld because Westworld is not a western? No, I was going to say the Mendo movie because
2: yeah, no, I no because Emily doesn't like Westworld, so she doesn't like westerns. No, Mendo,
1: I was That Mendo movie <laughs> is not really a western.
2: <laughs> well, it had like a western feel, like you had Mendo in a big coat. Like how how western is that? Mendo in a, a big coat and a
1: hat. That's that's your standard you for a western movie. A nice big coat and a hat. No, no that it was um, not a nice coat. That was a gross coat
2: i wonder like how long that took to make that coat and i can't believe that he wore it to like the canes or something didn't he wear it to the canes or he wore it to like a per- the there premiere was some, of the movie I, yeah it was it was like
1: it was either canner or like sundance or one of the film festivals <laughs> uh but no nah, i mean yeah i was gonna say because he didn't like but
2: i don't know i didn't know that you, you liked westerns but yeah but none of that what do you think of clint eastwood
1: um, Clint Eastwood. Well, he's sort of crazy now, but I like. I think he's really talented. I think some of his directorial movies are a little bit uh, boring as shit. But he has a. He certainly, like as an actor, had an amazing on-screen presence.
2: Hmm, that's good. I can't remember the last Clint Eastwood movie, I can't speak, that I watched. But I know he's been doing movies a long time. I don't think I've ever watched, maybe, like, cause he used to do westerns, I think. Well, yeah, duh, he, of course he did. That's why I mentioned him in the first place. But, yeah, I don't think I've seen any of his westerns. But, I don't know, my uncle used to always watch, like, western shit. And then, like, his whole his whole condo in, like, Coronado or Colorado. Okay okay okay. So there's there's a town in California called Coronado and then there's the state of Colorado. Uh-huh. Those, those two are very easy to get confused. Even though one of them is an island and one of them is not. But yes, in Colorado. Yeah. But Colorado, yeah. But anyways, um I'm glad Comic-Con was good and that you went to the uh Lewis and Clark. Lois, Lois, Lois. Her name is Lois. Lois, Lois Lane. Lois
1: Lane and Clark Kent. Pan uh twenty fifth anniversary thing. It does make me want to go back and rewatch that show. I don't know how much I could get through because I'm I'm betting it was way more cheesy than I could deal with now. It is apparently it's up on the um the whatever the DC is it DC Unlimited. Is that what their streaming I would app is called? Watch it.
2: Isn't it, like, hella expensive, too? Here.
1: I thought it was only, like, $8 a month.
2: Okay. DC, I'm looking DC streaming service. Um, Okay. Let, let's... Okay. So, no. I don't want to go to comics. I don't care about comics. Wow. That's mean. Okay, DC comics. I, I care about you, but not in that way. Um, Ultimate. Ultimate DC membership. All right.
1: Well, yeah, because it Probably gets, like... They... they have, like, the shows and the comics on the same, like... Thing.
2: Oh shit, that's interesting. So you can like read the comics, and do TV like with the membership. Yeah. Oh, that's
1: sick. Okay. Like I don't know how extensive. their the comics are like it's they say like a curated list, and I don't I don't know I have any idea of like how big that is, but. Yeah.
2: Seven ninety nine monthly or seventy four ninety nine annually. not too bad
1: all right I might do it for a month just to watch Wilson Clark if I can't find it online anywhere to steal Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) which is the other option you know hypothetically Uh, that's the other option Uh.
2: the hypothetical yeah that's that's a very hypothetical uh outcome of of that
1: oh and I just want to say Michael Pappas is the sweetest guy in the world
2: isn't he just a delight? Like, I I like he's him and Johnny are like some of the only people that like I haven't met yet. And I'm just like, God, I <laughs> uh, I just was seeing all those pictures. He looks so happy. And I was just like, I
1: I want to be there. Like, I was just he's he super delightful. I mean, he's a little like he's a little stressed right now because, you know, he is getting married in like a month and a half. And also because his also because oh, his yeah. back is all fucked up. And he probably needs to have surgery, Aww. but he's just—he's so sweet and funny. And it was like—it's weird, to look like we're—we're just—it's so weird because we are very, very different people, but just get along really well. And it's just—it's sort of like hanging out with my brother or something.
2: Oh, he's so nice. Him and then like Fernando.
1: Oh yeah, Fernando was there, huh? Yeah, for a little bit, and then bailed on us twice. Ah. Uh. Kids. T- well, and the Yankees game, I'm sure. That's understandable, but I'm not... Wait, no, because your, your no, friends are no, here. No, no, Yan- it's okay. Baby is understandable. Yankees game, when we're in a bar where the Yankees game is playing, not so much understandable.
2: Maybe he, like, had... Maybe the Yankees are his friends. Maybe he's on the Yankees. Maybe he's, like, Hannah Montana, and he like he's actually this, like, famous-ass, like, baseball player.
1: Yeah, anyway, so he was at the con on friday so i got to see him there but he was supposed to like join back with us for drinks on both friday and saturday nights and did not you mm, got How was Robo? that oh, was good like he came pretty late on saturday and i left early because i was just fucking exhausted because yeah. i'd gotten up um i'd been going for like 13 hours at that point because i really wanted to get to the hellboy panel so that meant getting to the con at like nine so, oh shit, that's long.
2: That's long too. You probably had to take like buses and tr- things underground and stuff. Yeah, things underground. The <laughs> Subway. That's what it's called. That, that's the word. Thing underground. Ah, uh, California transportation. <laughs> Not kidding. I took the train once. <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't bad. <laughs> Well, there's
1: isn't there something called like Project Porg? Yes, there is Project Porg. This is we don't really know what it is yet. It's some sort of augmented reality thing. It looks like, um, and this is something that ILM X Lab tweeted about today. Uh, Star Wars Project Porg mixed reality experiment announced, which is possibly the most pretentious. thing name you could give to something about little cartoon birds mixed reality experiment but uh just from their little press release porgs porgs and more porgs these fluffy creatures first seen in star wars the last jedi are back again this time in mixed reality with our latest immersive experiment star wars project porg in project porg you'll need to gain the trust and affection of your porgs by offering them treats and playing with them Teach them how to maneuver real-world environments with care instructions from Star Wars' most meticulous droid, C-3PO. Debuting this week at Magic Leap's Leap Conference, we will share our first look at this experimental demo on the show floor. Uh, More details are going to be announced on stage on Wednesday, October 10th. So maybe next time we record, we'll actually know what this thing is and if it's something cool that we'll actually be able to play with or if it's something we'll never see.
2: Like, you know how those kids
1: have those, like, mm-hmm. Hatchimals?
2: Like, maybe that's going to be, like, with the pork, except it's, like, on your, like... Like it's... a Tamagotchi? I don't know. What's a Tamagotchi?
1: Oh, my God. Oh, my God, they're <laughs> so young. How do you not know what
2: a Tamagotchi is? <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, let me look this up. Holy maybe I know.
1: Wait, what's it contact- called? shit. <laughs> I mean, I know I turn thirty-five next week, but dear God, I mean, not next week, next month. Jesus. They're the little egg-shaped things that look. They're on a little keychain, and there you have the little screen, and you feed it, <laughs> and you have to play it, give it water, and clean up after it, or else it dies. And you can't That's like you can't like you can't like I turn don't... it off. So you got to do it all the time, or else it dies. And then you see it and there's even a little animation of it like sprouting wings and flying off into the sky like an angel. <laughs>
2: okay, this reminds me of this game that I had on um a like Game Boy Advance. It was like the one where you would buy the dog and then you would like raise it. Like you lived with your parents still cuz you're like 12. And you like you would like take the dog on walks and stuff and then you take it to the park and teach it how to do tricks. And then like you would do this for like a month. And then I remember at the end because it ends after a month, and then it kind of just like you know it rephases where it's like oh hey like new person new game like here get a dog, so at the very end like they do like a like oh like this is how the future with your dog went. My dog died of stress because I was training it too much.
1: Damn, that's dark
2: i know like it showed like us in the park and said okay uh your dog i forget the name like sparky it was really stressed and it could no longer take the stress and then they were faded to black or something like that it was really dark but yeah i felt bad it was like this like cute little corgi thing i think but anyways uh back to this game um i i don't remember ever seeing when did um, these come
1: out? Well, they came back again like last year, but they're a mid '90s, late '90s toy, mm. and they were like the biggest fucking thing. Hmm. Interesting. And in yeah, terms I of in terms of being like the biggest fucking thing, it was a little bit better than like some of the modern stuff because they were only like they were only probably like fifteen or twenty dollars. So there was fairly like low buy-in so like everybody i know had one
2: hmm interesting yeah i don't remember this at all <sighs> but i don't know i mean oh um i got the lego pork.
1: oh cool have you built it yet
2: not all of it well i didn't buy it carlos got it for me because he's a nice boyfriend but he was gonna surprise me with it but i actually like found out like while recording because like you we were talking about it you guys probably all heard that, but yeah. <laughs> we, yeah, we got it. We're, like, almost done with it. I think the next time I hang out with him, we're gonna finish it. But so far, it's, like, it's really, really, it's a really big pork. And I haven't built any Legos before, like, as extensive as the pork because it's a pretty big fucking pork. And he's good at Legos, because he's a Lego dude. So, he has, like, the VIP card and everything. But, Yeah. I'll let you guys know when we're finished with that. I'll post pictures yeah, and everything. What I
1: found when I was doing the the uh, Imperial shuttle is I'd be going along and be like, okay, these instructions are great. They're very, very clear. And then a couple of times I'd get to a page and it, it was like I had skipped six pages or something because suddenly they were just like, had this whole thing. And I'm like, wait, there's like eight different pieces here and I can't tell which is which and where it goes and what are you talking about? It was funny.
2: Yeah, like there are some things that, like, you know, because it's like you put it, you put the pieces. Like they have like the bag separate, and then like sometimes it's like when the two bags combine, and then like they're like, oh, here, easily, just put these two together, and I just look at it, I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Of course, of course Carlos was, like, oh yeah, here you do this, because like he's Lego genius, man. But yeah, man,
1: that, that shit gets hard. Yeah, like where I couldn't figure out where the front was or what was it supposed to attach to what.
2: Yeah. i don't know
1: but how, how long did that take you i don't remember i did it over a couple of nights because i just work work on it for like an hour or so i kind of i just sort of did it by bag so i would do i'd sit down and i'd do a bag and then i you know the next night i sat down and did another bag
2: It's a lot of bags it's a lot of directions too like the the book we got for like the direction book was pretty fucking thick anyways um the porg thing october 10th okay that's in like a like couple days so yeah okay, and yeah. i don't know
1: really, because i think it's like because i don't know what this means when it says you know like an experiment i don't know whether that means it's some um, limited thing that's only going to be like shown it like at this conference and other stuff or whether it's going to be something that people actually have access to
2: hmm. who knows but if it's something that we'll have access to it'll probably be expensive. Or free, but that's with any. That's with anything. Hmm. Well, um, do you want to talk about the Mandalorian?
1: Yeah, the other, the other big news this week. We finally got confirmation about the live action show. After talking about how ridiculous it is that they weren't giving us details, um, my guess would be the fact that making StarWars.net had, you know, set pictures and stuff, they kind of forced their hand. But uh, StarWars.com announced... Production on the first Star Wars live-action streaming series has begun. After the stories of Django and Boba Fett, another warrior emerges in the Star Wars universe. The Mandalorian is set after the fall of the Empire and before the emergence of the First Order. We follow the travails of a lone gunfighter in the outer reaches of the galaxy farmed through the authority of the New Republic. The series will be written and executive produced by Jon Favreau, as previously announced, with Dave Filoni directing the first episode. Additional episodic directors include Deborah Chow, who has directed some of uh, Jessica Jones, uh, Rick Famuyiwa, who directed uh, the movie Dope, uh, Bryce Dallas Hollard, and my personal favorite, Taika Waititi, who did uh, Thor Ragnarok and one of my favorite movies of all time, What We Do in the Shadows.
2: Damn. That's a director's lineup. Yeah. Hmm. Well, uh, we also got an image of. Um, okay, is this an actual picture or is this like painted? Is this? This like, is a photo. This is a photo. Yeah, like this is the the dude.
1: Well, it's somebody. It's somebody in the costume, anyway
2: the dude or dudette
1: but i think dude i mean whether it's actually even the actor in the costume who knows by the way just announce the cast not everything has to be some strung out ridiculous surprise
2: i mean maybe they don't have they're starting production well okay maybe what they're doing is that like most of it is like you know because it's like they're wearing helmets all the time so like Obviously, like, it's going to be like, you know, they're going to do the, they're going to be yelling random shit. And then, like, in the
1: studio, they're going to be talking like there are the people in nah, the helmets. Nah, you can't, you can't do that in a lot. You can't do that. It's, people can tell. Maybe. you got to have the, like, you can do that for big stunt scenes. You can't do that for, the, like, the entirety of your show. Just having some other dude in the costume. Yeah, I just don't know. We're when. not making fucking Power Rangers. Maybe this is just Star
2: Wars, Power Rangers, but maybe like maybe the cast is so big that's like why like they're waiting like they're going to be like okay this and then like, next the lead,
1: week then. announce the lead, just do it. Yeah.
2: Well, is is it still going to be that dude from Game of Thrones that got his head oh, that no, head crushed? So. Like, I
1: mean, because Jason backed away from that one pretty hard, which makes me sad because Pedro Pascal would have been amazing. Hmm.
2: Well, I mean, that's cool. I mean, the the dude looks cool. He's uh wearing Mandalorian armor, and then he has this cool, like, gun thing sling to his back.
1: And then... Yeah, you can see the stack, and it's really cool because it's fairly, like... I mean, it looks wooden. Yeah. Has for Blue Harvest, like, pointed this out.
2: He looks like uh, um the Boba Fett from the holiday Fe- uh, Holiday Special. A little.
1: Bit. I mean, not as. I mean, not the colors. No, but, but
2: like the, you know, like the thing in the back and like kind of the costuming a little bit.
1: Yeah, you know, this is actually something um, that we were talking about a little bit uh, during New York Comic Con is. Uh, I know, like Mikey and some other people were disappointed that there weren't like the colorful like Mandalorian ship on here, but I don't know. I I I think the earth tones are better. Uh, especially because what I was thinking is if he really is this, he's this lone gunfighter sort of off on his own, has kind of left the Mandalorian thing behind. I mean, he still has the costume, but it sounded like more like he's not part of that shit anymore. If so, I sort of like having the more muted brown tones. It sets him apart from that.
2: Yeah, and plus like he probably wants to like blend in with the area too i mean if the if the person in the uniform was wearing like bright colors you know like we got some mandalorians and the clone wars rebels that were wearing like blue and red armor like that would stand out and i don't think this person wants to stand out in this community that's either tattooing or some sand planet or some shit but
1: i mean yeah and also i feel like you the colorful stuff works in a cartoon more than it does like i know we have like django and stuff has some color but i feel like on a real world costume the the color looks kind of silly yeah i don't know
2: like that's one of the things too it's like that would be expensive cost a lot of money but then at the end it would look cheap maybe i don't know because like Thinking about all the things they do in, like, live action versus, like, think about, like, you know how Obi-Wan is dressed in uh, Clone Wars? Like, he has kind of the Stormtrooper or the Clone Trooper armor. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Think about
1: how that would be, like, if it was in live action. Like, don't you think that would look very cheap? Yeah, I just, and I think it would look weird and I wouldn't, I don't know. I, I... Depending on what the rest of the aesthetic of this show is... And if it is this westerny gunslinger, dusty sort of show, then I think doing the browns and the earth tones is your best bet. But hold up, we got some. We got a live. we got a live update on this. Do we?
2: We do. It is rumored that Bryce Dallas Howard and Takia Watiti will
1: have roles in this series. If if Taika is on this show, I will lose my shit because he's amazing. I I have so much love for that man. I was really disappointed because they actually did a panel at Comic Con, but they did it on Sunday, which is the day I didn't have a ticket for.
2: Oh, okay. I'm reading from this article. I don't know. Wait, what, what website is this? Um, it's uh, Jason from Making Star Wars dot net retweeted it. Um, discussing film. Um. Well, not only direct episodes of the show, but also rumored to have roles in the show too. Bryce's role is unknown. However, talk talk. Taika Taika's character is that he'll voice a droid in the series. Oh yeah,
1: he'd be great at that. I wonder if it'll. I wonder if it'll have his New Zealand accent. <laughs> that would make me very <laughs> you know, happy. Music.
2: Um, both of these roles are not lead roles, though. It is unknown who will be the lead in the series. However, make sure to check Making Star Wars, uh, who have posted some casting rumors in their own uh, regarding The Mandalorian. Okay, that's interesting. <laughs> but I don't know. I. I also don't know why they're waiting. I maybe I'm not saying like it's going to be worth the wait, but maybe there's a reason why. Like maybe they're going to do like a video or something and that's how they're going to like announce like the cast is that they're going to have them all in their costumes and be like, this is this is this person. This is this person. Yeah, that'd be great.
1: But why not fucking do it already?
2: I don't know. I mean, who knows right now? I mean, like maybe they don't want to. 'Cause there's so much going there was probably like so much going
1: on with like Comic Con they didn't want to like overshadow Comic Con.
2: I don't know. But they didn't announce anything
1: know. in Comic Con. I mean they announced some like n- new action figures and shit. Like
2: Well I mean like for other stuff,
1: like you know, like they was like wasn't there like a new clip of Aquaman showing? Oh, I, or some no- shit? I-, I couldn't even tell you. That's how little interest I have in Aquaman. Well, I don't
2: think they really showed any um any trailers or anything, did they?
1: I don't- not that I know of.
2: I don't know. I was like dead all weekend, so oh, dead and working. But who knows? Um, I don't know. Though cool, like the director lineup was cool. The the picture was cool. I was in class when I saw this. I like right as uh, Star Wars, uh, the Star Wars Twitter like posted this picture. I was just like sitting there, just like mesmerized by my screen. I was like turning up the brightness so like people around me are probably like um what what are you doing you should be listening to this lecture before the exam but it's fine it's fine but i
1: yeah i do sick really like the helmet
2: yeah the helmet's cool i've been like that's like the focal point of this is like the helmet like i don't know exciting though
1: oh well um we watched resistance yeah, yeah that was the other <laughs> Or did we Oh, that's the other big thing. Uh, Resistance dropped this weekend. They actually have the first three episodes up on the Disney app. But I guess the pilot was the only one that actually aired on the channel. Anyway, we're just going to talk about the pilot just oh, okay. yeah. for spoilers. So um, you'll have had, by the time this comes out, you'll have had almost a week to watch the pilot. So either, you know, fucking watch already or don't care about spoilers so but we'll wait we'll hold yeah. off on the other two episodes for now um mostly because i don't think britney has watched them yet i actually did oh, okay yeah so what were your what were your overall impressions um
2: i mean i thought it was cute that's my first um impression i like kaz i was surprised how much like i liked kaz like even though like he's that stereotypical like kid show dude like very clueless and be like "Eh," like i don't know okay here's my question um yeah how old is kaz supposed to be i'm gonna guess 15 or 16 but he's pretty tall for a 15 or 16
1: year old also he's he's old enough to be working for the new republic as a pilot i mean who knows what age like they have those kids do that like depending on how
2: good he is i mean they're not in a war anymore so, I guess, but it could be, like, the Jedi, you know? Like, they were training Padawans when they were, like, straight out of the womb almost, you know? So, I don't know. But he does, he, seems, he
1: screams, like, 16, 17, maybe 17. Yeah, at- like, I felt that way in the pilot. And then, okay, we're not going to get into spoilers, but in, like, episode three, like, he has this, like, little kid bitch fit. And I'm like, are you, like, 10? What the hell? And that's when I stopped liking him.
2: Mm. Yeah. His dad's an asshole, too. But, yeah. So I can't wait yeah. to get to know this character.
1: Yeah. So his dad's like a senator and he, you know, wants to strike out on his own and do his own thing and prove himself. And, hey, but I have a question.
2: Okay. So in the trailer, we saw that General Oregano was speaking to Poe. Mm-hmm. Do they cut that out? Fuck
1: yeah. That's what you get for being stupid. Sorry. Uh, quite possibly because it's really weird that she didn't say anything. Yeah. Good, because
2: I mean uh, maybe I like talking bad about maybe
1: people. not and we'll and we'll see her speak later. But I and I don't know if they could have recut that in time. That's interesting.
2: Yeah, because I believe, because I, I didn't go back and, like, look at the trailers or anything, but she was, like, telling Poe some shit. But, like, I didn't see her. I don't think she spoke at all.
1: But I, maybe she comes back because there's, but- still, there's still several major characters, even as of episode three, who we haven't actually met yet.
2: Yeah. Because we still haven't really heard Hype Faison say shit.
1: No, and we've, like, we saw him for, you know... A little just during the first race. Yeah. And that's it. So, you know, the first episode sets everything up with um, Poe recruiting him after he... Okay, so Kaz is on a mission for the New Republic to deliver some information on the First Order. And there is a red TIE fighter that is attacking them uh poe comes in at the last minute and rescues kaz and then together he and kaz manage to like get away and damage the other guy enough that he he takes off um and then it's it's kaz agreeing to take on the role of the spy which sets him up on what's the, the colossus is that the name of the port they're on? Yeah, I believe so. All right. Which is this port on the like outer rim of the galaxy. And he's going to be a mechanic there. Because s- there's a spy somewhere there who is helping the First Order. And they need to find out whom. But in the meantime, he has to act as a mechanic. Even though he doesn't know how to be a mechanic. Which... Hey, Poe, I know you like this kid, but maybe Okay, you either need to Okay, if you're going to be a spy who is working as a mechanic, you need at least one of two things, which is either you need to know how to be a mechanic or you need to know how to be a spy. He knows neither of those things. And look, I know it's a kid show. I know I just have to agree to that uh, conceit and they're like playing that he doesn't know how to be a mechanic thing for laughs, but I kind of wish he had just been a mechanic who was recruited for this.
2: Yeah, I hate when it's the whole like, oh, I don't know how I'm going to be a spy. So I'm going to learn how to be a spy. So I'm just going to creep around in the back. And like, uh, I know it's kid stuff, but just it's like, ah, it screams Ezra Bridger to me. But at the same time, it doesn't. Like, this is not Ezra Bridger. Like, Ezra Bridger is bad things but also good things for people who like Ezra Bridger like but I, I don't know I like this kid like you know he's kind of annoying sometimes but I mean like I'm okay with him like I give the seal of approval for uh, Kazuto. and then um, I liked <laughs> I don't want to call this guy Sal because like everyone's been like saying like, joke around that Sal should like cosplay as this guy because I am already forgetting his name but now I just want to call him Sal. I like Sal, the um the guy who is the main mechanic at that one place.
1: Uh, Jaeger,
2: Jaeger, yeah, Jaeger Sal. I like Jaeger. I mean, he's in a couple more of the episodes. Uh, but yeah, I mean, and then I like the bucket droid. And then oh, okay, I don't like the green guy.
1: <gasps> what you don't like, Niku? No, I don't. <laughs> you you like Niku? I like Niku. Here's why I like Niku. I think Niku is them giving some like neuroatypical representation. Oh shit, really? I think it's and you could say maybe it's done a little bit stereotypically, but yeah, I think it's sort of you or at least you could see Niku as being somebody who has um I mean, if not Autism something like it, which is in terms of not not always picking up on social cues and and taking taking things extremely literally, which is of course not everybody's experience with that, but if you're having a particular character, it can't have all of the traits that anybody with autism has. But yeah, I think I think that could be what that is. And maybe that's me reading too much into it, but that's sort of how I saw it.
2: Okay, well then, not that I I, I take that back a little bit, but like initially, like I didn't like how like you know he just would be like, oh, you're the best star pilot in the galaxy, and then like he told everyone, and I hated that whole oh god, like everyone's gonna you know know or think that because of the whole like misinterpretation thing. But I get that now, and but as like we're not gonna spoil the next episodes, but as the next episodes like progressed, I'm like ah, oh, he's fine. But like initially, like my first reaction was just like, ah, "I don't like this" because I hate that whole like when the uh, when like the audience knows everything, but like the people in the show like have this like understanding of like the main character, and it's like, no, it's not how that goes. But huh, but yeah, I mean, I like the racing stuff. Oh, I liked how the the racing announcer was the same dude in the Phantom Menace. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then there's that like little dinosaur looking thing, the one that looks like it's gonna like it has like the big chompers. I don't know his name. The the, the little guy, the little he's little. He was also like I think his species was in the Phantom Menace too, in like a deleted scene, and he had like a little family, and it was really cute. But um, he's one of he's not one of the racers. He uh, was in the bar with Kaz when he was throwing the darts. Is he the one? Who makes the bet with Kaz?
1: Yeah. Okay. I, so. I like that
2: guy. I know. Me too. I, I like him.
1: And I liked and then- I liked Tam, who is the female mechanic who actually is a mechanic and knows what the fuck she's doing.
2: Yeah, I think she's a little mean, but I think I think through the season, like she'll kind of. But I get I get I get why she is so because like Kaz is not doing his job.
1: Well, Kaz doesn't know what the fuck he's doing, and he gets to fly the ship that she's supposed to get when it's fixed. I'd be pretty plus- fucking pissed too.
2: Yeah. And plus he just showed up out of nowhere and like he's secretly a spy. So and they don't know that we do as audience members. So,
1: yeah. And let's see. What else we, we get a little bit of like we get a little bit of, of hype just seeing one of the races and then him bragging about shit. We get a little bit of Tora because she and. um And Kaz race. Oh yeah, she's cute. Oh, okay. I have a question with Tam. Is it her? Is it her uncle or her father who is like the runs the place? Who we Ooh, still I think it was at? her father? Okay, because we just sort of at one point, I think see him, or like we see Jaeger watching somebody yeah. look over everything, and I was assuming that was her dad. I was just about to ask that. Okay, yeah, that that I assumed was him. I can't remember his name, but it was like sort of ominous and. They're obviously holding that back for a reveal. The other characters we know we're getting, we just sort of got pictures of because there's a scene where where Kaz is picking the person he's going to race. So we see a picture of Griff, which is Stanton's ex-Tie fighter pilot character. We see a picture of Freya Fenris, who's like the sort of uh, Scandinavian chick. Oh, but my favorites are Orca and Flix.
2: Yeah, they—they're they yeah. the ones in the in the in the, in and, like, the room, the su- right?
1: They're the like supply guys. Yeah, the, I like the supply guys. And Flicks is the white bird-looking one.
2: Yeah,
1: I like those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that's Jim Rash and Bobby Moynihan, who both do a lot of like fun shit. I love Jim Rash from Community. So there's some good comic relief. That I thought was actually funny.
2: Yeah. And then, um, who is the
1: red, the bad dude? I I still don't know what his name is. They like, I feel like they said his name because there's a scene like we see him fly in and make a report, but I couldn't catch it, but I guess he's not Cardinal.
2: Maybe. I mean, maybe that's his secret name no, I'm kidding. I have no idea. Let me see if it's on, um, because he said it really fast. Bo Keevil? No. Um... Oh, yeah. Elijah Wood was in that one episode. That was Elijah Wood's voice. Uh, The
1: third episode. The blonde right. kid that you oh, want well, to punch. We're not going to talk about that yet,
2: though. Oh, but yeah. There's this blonde kid that you want to punch. But, um... Oh, I'm looking at more, like more guests. All right, yeah. I don't know. Doesn't say in like the main cast. Von Reg No, that's a that's a chick. No, that's a dude.
1: Okay. Um. But yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Regardless, I like I like the red suit. I'm a little bit unsure of the red ship. I mean, I get you're doing a cartoon and you want to, it gives him a distinct visual. And then it can, then you have like your obvious enemy. It's, it's really easy to tell, but I think it's, I don't know. I think it's maybe a little bit silly. Interesting. But um,
2: overall, um, are you going to keep on, like after your first, you know, the first episode, do you think you're going to keep on watching?
1: I mean I might I don't I don't know if I'm in for 22 episodes of this cuz I I feel like the the goofiness is just going to start to grate on me. It depends how much actual story we get cuz I'm really interested in the spy stuff. Um I really like Jaeger. I like to learn more about Like what's going on at the station and why like the stage the guy who runs the place is so mysterious and what's going on there. But Kaz is goofy and learns a lesson I'm a little I'm a little less into.
2: Yeah, I mean like maybe like it'll progress and like he'll get more serious maybe. Like maybe it'll be kinda like Rebels where like Ezra kinda like learned, even though he didn't at the same time, like Maybe he'll actually learn something. I mean, I hope so. I hope he actually learns how to be a mechanic because, like, that would be kind of cool. I want some character development, but I know this is, like, the first, like, three episodes. But I don't know. Like, I like this. Like, you know, I was watching this. I was, like, watching, like, the third episode. And I was just, like, I'd watch more. And I was happy about that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I probably I shouldn't have watched all three at once. Yeah. Because I really liked the pilot the second episode i don't really remember that much cuz by the third episode i'm like oh i don't like this episode at all
2: yeah i think i remember what happened in- yeah okay yeah never mind yeah, i know what happened but yeah cuz i hate that cuz then it all kind of like blurs together and then you're like oh wait when when did that happen but
1: well yeah and also i just think some of the some of that stuff i can handle in smaller, smaller doses like the more kiddie show elements of it yeah I guess. But I I thought the racing scenes were great. Mm-hmm. I thought the visually I liked the show a lot more than I thought I would. Um, I had some worries about the characters looking a little too muddy in some of the trailers, but I don't think I really felt that way when I was watching the episodes. How'd you like Poe? I like Poe. I always liked Poe. I wanted more Poe. Um, I like that we're getting quite a bit of BB-8.
2: I kind of don't like how they, like, Kaz has kind of adopted BB-8 for, like, a short while. Like, I don't like how they're kind of using BB-8 as something to, like, attract, like, kids and being like, hey, since you see BB-8 in the movie, here he is in this TV show. Like, I feel like there could have been, like, other things.
1: I feel like BB-8 would have been a little less willing to leave Poe. Oh. Oh. Because Poe is his dude. And I feel like that should have been more of a conflict. Okay.
2: I'm not sure if this is a spoiler or not. But I'm reading the casting information on this show. And we're getting Kylo Ben.
1: Yeah, I saw that.
2: That's interesting. And Adam Driver's voicing him. That's great. That's great. I like that, but I like how at the very end of the episode we had like them going. He, like the the red dudes like ah crap I lost. And then they're going to Star Killer Base.
1: That's pretty cool. Yeah, that was a that was a nice that was a nice moment. And I thought like that looked really cool. Like Star Killer Base looked good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. But, also, again, like I hope we get a lot of story. Um, but again, like, it's a kid's show, so i don't I don't know uh here's the thing is I think kids shows generally don't give kids enough credit in terms of being astute enough to follow a story through multiple episodes, so that leaves me a little concerned that it's gonna be lots and lots of really dumb standalone adventures hmm.
2: Yeah I I'm I'm I don't know. I'm excited, but I'm not like, oh my god, Star Wars Resistance. Like I, I was really happy to see that so many people were like getting like really invested, but I don't know. Like but as I was watching, I was like, would I rewatch this? 'Cause like I rewatched Rebels, I rewatch Clone Wars. And so far, like my is no. Like I would not want to sit down and be like, Hey, I want to watch this series again from like the very beginning. But I don't know, I might
1: change my mind. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't see myself getting invested in this show. Yeah. Oh, I also like the little, like, fish things. Or, like, they're yes. like frogs. They're like little fish frogs with gigantic teeth. I want one. And want they seven. bite things. <laughs> they're always biting things. That's a new sound effect. <laughs> yeah. I like those. I want seven of them. <laughs> they're very bitey. And apparently delicious,
2: hmm. I won't eat one. Another uh, cute animal I won't eat in the Star Wars universe. Hmm. But I don't know. I'm excited to you know talk more about more episodes of uh, Star Wars Resistance as it shows on TV. <laughs> oh, and to find out who the the spies are on that uh that place. Who do you think the spies are? Or the spies? I. I mean, I.
1: I think it's too early because there's too many characters we haven't met yet.
2: Well, who knows? Like, maybe it's like one of the mains. Like, it could be Jaeger. Like, we don't know much about Jaeger yet. Or, you know, it could be Nico. Like, Nico could be. Like, maybe Nico's just, like, playing. You know, maybe Nico's, like, very intelligent. Or it could be, you know, the girl. Or maybe the girl's dad who's in charge of the whole thing. Or maybe it's Cass. No, I'm kidding. Totally kidding. Maybe it's the fish thing. It's the fish frog thing. That's the rebel spy. Or that's the the bad spy, the, the the first order spy.
1: These are great guesses. If it's if it's the little fish dude, you are gonna get that's 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 gonna be pretty fucking amazing. <laughs> it's the little fish dude,
2: and then it's just gonna start speaking like speaking very modern English, and it's gonna be like, "Yes, it was me all along. I I was the spy." I don't know what does spice sound like exactly. We don't know. Uh, do you want to read the? Uh, we got an email. Do you want to read the email?
1: Yeah, you should do that.
2: Okay, I will do it. We got an email from Rabia. Um, all right. Rabia. Alright, oh god, let me zoom in. Let me zoom in so I don't butcher this. Perfect. Hello, biters. I hope you're doing well. I'm sure you're already discussing it, but what do you think of The Mandalorian? Here are my thoughts slash questions. So I'm going to read this like one-on-one, and then yeah. we're going to, yeah. So, okay, she first says, I'm glad we're getting a variety of people behind camera. If these people do well, maybe they can level up in the Star Wars movies, or to the Star Wars movies. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's that's my hope, because that mm-hmm. is a, that's a cool, diverse List of directors, like not just in terms of their background, but in terms of like the types of movies they make or the types of shows that they've done. So I'm I'm hoping that this is a step in Star Wars actually, you know, having a director who's not a middle-aged white guy. Mm-hmm. All right, and then she says, "I really
2: hope Bryce Dallas Howard wasn't chosen because of nepotism." She's a great actress, but I never even knew she directed before. Fingers crossed she shows
1: how talented she is behind the camera. I i know that she's directed some things. Okay. Yeah, the one, who, like the thing they mentioned on Star Wars.com is Soulmates, which I've never fucking heard of. Look, I, I, I'm not going to say it's not because of nepotism, because Jesus Christ, it has to be because of nepotism. But that doesn't mean that she's not also talented like she could be really, really good, and I don't think they, I don't think it's only nepotism. As in, I don't think if she was terrible, they would have chosen her just because of Ron Howard.
2: Yeah, and maybe like she's good friends with uh, Favreau too, and maybe like Favreau sees that she's talented.
1: Yeah, you but know, I d- yeah, I think yeah, that's probably the only way she's even up for the job, is because she's Bryce Dallas Howard, but. I, I don't think that's, I don't think it can only be that. I hope. <laughs> yeah. Hoping for the best. <laughs> All right. And then
2: uh, she also says, when I heard the set was like the Cantina, I became immediately disappointed. Not every Star Wars thing needs to include a desert and a variety of settings will help it look distinct.
1: Yeah. Yeah. As much as I would like, like a cool kind of dusty, gritty, like westerny thing. I can't disagree with that. Yeah.
2: I mean, like, who knows? Like, maybe they're going to go to other places. Like, maybe, like, this is just going to be where, like, the pilot episode is. But, you know, each episode is getting, like, isn't it the whole series is, like, $100 million? Mm Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you never know what they're going to do with it. You never know, like, where are the green screens or if they're going to be green screens or, like, what other planets they might be on or if they're just going to be, like, one place. But, yeah. And we also,
1: kind of like, um, from what I remember from Jason's article, we also are getting some sort of beach, which again, okay, more more sand, but also beach. We get beachy Star Wars. We haven't really had beachy Star Wars. All
2: right. Um, she also says, in the synopsis of the show, they did not say the gender of the protagonist. Could it be a woman? Phasma's armor was gender neutral, so the suit could be it too. Maybe.
1: Yeah, I I did note that the synopsis was gender neutral. Like that stood out to me. I, but I don't know. Maybe maybe it's because we heard the Pedro Pascal rumors as this was being released. So even if those aren't true, like in my in my head, it's already a dude just because mm-hmm. we heard Pedro's name.
2: Yeah, same. I just, I hate saying it, but when I think of, you know, when I saw that image, I thought of a dude. Mm-mm. And I'm, you know, he, I'm, what
1: are you going to say? I don't, is the female, are the female Mandalorian's is their armor the same as the guys? It's a little different,
2: but like, I know like how, you know, the body modeling, like the women would always like be a little more like petite and mm-hmm. everything. But I don't know, like that screamed, like, I don't know, because I almost feel like it was like a female because like Phasma's armor is like, I'm not like, 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 do you think it's like flattering?
1: I mean, it's armor. I know. Okay, let me look it up.
2: Because, like, for some reason, like, because we've always known that Phasma was a girl, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, that was actually one of my favorite things that ever happened on, on Star Wars, like, official social media. I think it was on Facebook, where when the perks first, like, pictures of Phasma came up, somebody was like, no offense, but you can't tell that Phasma's a woman in that armor. And so, and the account replied, yeah. It's body armor.
2: (laughs) That's funny. Yeah, I don't know. But who knows? I mean, it could be be a girl. It could be a girl under there. And, like, that's cool, too. I mean, yeah. It it could be a woman.
1: I am really hoping for the main villain to be a woman. That'd be really cool. Because we don't have enough female villains in star wars i mean we don't have enough female anything in star wars but give me a cool awesome female villain
2: yeah i agree like that'd be really cool i like that you know we have phasma and everything but i feel like phasma is kind of like let us down so i am excited for this like opportunity that you know if the main villain is a female that she'd be like really badass too but at the same time like who knows um all right she also says the hypnosis uh talked about the fets could one be in the show is it possible boba fett had a kid we don't know about and the kid would be in the show um i want to say no but like knowing what star wars does with some stuff like possibly i mean i was talking to someone about this the other day i'm like what if boba fett's in this because like after Return of the Jedi, like, Boba Fett, like, he was probably, like, 10 or 11 at the end of Attack of the Clones. He's probably, like, in his, like, 40s or
1: 50s. hmm What do you think, Emily? Yeah, I would I would think 40s. I'm trying to do the math there. Hmm. Who knows, but
2: i'm down i I think it'd be cool i mean like i'm not really into the fet family but i have a bunch of we have a bunch of friends that are like so into it i almost would want to like see the fets in it like just to see how happy like our friends will get about it you know
1: yeah i mean i'm sure we're good. we've got to at least get a name check on boba Hmm. but like
2: it was mentioned in the clone wars that the fets weren't mandalorian they were just wearing mandalorian armor so maybe the mandalorians like want the fets to fuck off you know you never know or maybe like something happens where like they have to contact like boba fett because he knows his shit and he's like oh i'm retired i don't want to do this life anymore and then he gets the armor back and then he's like he he's like the main guy's like mentor who knows i don't know i'm just throwing stuff out there uh but um rabia also says um i hope they'll release one episode or all the episodes at once i love tv binging and i'm way more forgiving of the show's flaws i can or I am way more forgiving of a show's flaws if I can see it all at
1: once rather than week to week. Oh, here's where I disagree. Yeah. And here's why. I like binging for certain styles of shows. Like, but I want I want to talk about this. Sh- like, I want to talk about The Mandalorian week to week because I want time to process, have theories about it. I want times to think about it. That's why, I like... um I like Hulu's model better than Netflix's because Hulu, Hulu does once a week. And I was watching Castle Rock like that. And that let me think about things. It let me talk about things for the next week with my friends, like afterwards, and being like having all sorts of crazy theories and seeing what came true and what didn't. And it also just let me relax because I know I knew, like, oh. Like when Stranger Things came out, I love Stranger Things. I could barely even joy enjoy Stranger Things because one of the things was like, I have to finish Stranger Things before somebody spoils Stranger Things for me.
2: Yeah, I've been Stranger Things in a day. Like yeah.
1: I remember I just sat yeah. in my room. And, and it was out. cool. It was a cool day. But I also think it's how much cooler it could have been if I like could have listened, watched an episode every week, then listened to a podcast about it the next day, then spent the whole week talking to my friends about what we think were going to happen or what we were afraid was going to happen. Yeah. I, think, I think I think it makes for a more memorable and lasting show if you spread it out. Yeah,
2: and especially something like this, too. Like, for some reason, like, Stranger Things, like, is one of those shows that, like, you can binge it. Like, it just, it's a binge-worthy show. Like, Game of Thrones, like, I like how it's only, like, once a week. Because if it wasn't, then, like, you would kind of, not, like, lost in translation, but, like you wouldn't like pay attention and it'd really be hard to like ask people about it because like they would get episodes confused like i like give a Thrones because like you could listen to a podcast of someone just reviewing the episode and the things and everything and same on like this show like if this show was binge worthy i feel like not that i would like it less but i wouldn't appreciate it as much yeah and
1: also i just want like i want to spend a longer time with it like i want mm-hmm. to spend 10 weeks with this show yeah i
2: want to get to know the characters and the setting and everything i want to rewatch things that i probably missed or you know listen to our friends podcast about it or you you know so it's really interesting but i wonder like who else thinks that the show should be um like all the episodes released at once
1: i'm interested to hear your guys yeah I'd, i'd like to i'd love to hear i'd love to hear opinions on that so if that's someone. Uh, send us an email, yeah. cantobytepod at com, or tweet us at cantobytepod.
2: Yeah. All right. And then uh, she also says they make it look as good as the movies. Spend the money and take me to Star Wars Universe. I don't want our main characters jetpack to fall just because they cheapened out.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it has to. Yeah. Like, look, they're spending $10 million an episode That's that's not, like movie expensive but it's it's expensive for tv that's that's around what the last couple seasons of game of thrones are um although they upped the last season of game of thrones to like 15 million episode or something like that but yeah you have to if you're gonna do it do it right like spend the money yeah and i i i feel like they will
2: yeah i feel like it'll be okay i mean i don't think
1: also, yeah. yeah. What are you gonna say? Also, just because she said, just because she said, I don't want our main characters jetpacks <laughs> to fail. Jesus Christ! I don't want to see a jetpack. I know, I know, it's part of the Mandalorian thing. I, uh, yeah, uh, it's gonna look dumb. Emily, I don't know how to tell you this, but you'll probably see a jetpack. I know, but it, I don't want a lot of jetpack. Like he looks in that picture, like he doesn't have a jetpack, and I want most of the time for him to not be using a jetpack. Hmm. i don't know very i want like you can do i want very limited jetpack use like one really cool jetpack fight which i will still hate but whatever i can deal with it but i can't be having them being jetpacking all around like the fucking rocketeer
2: (laughs) okay let me look up the rocketeer
1: oh my god
2: Who's the ro- okay? The Rocketeer. Okay, oh, that guy. Wait, images. No, I want. I don't want videos. Oh, okay. Summer of nineteen ninety one. Oh wow, there's poster and everything. Who are these people? Don't aren't you
1: aren't you into Disney? That was a fucking Disney movie. I mean, this looks
2: like something that just went straight to Disney DVD. No, this was a huge movie. Oh really? Yeah. Oh. An Airborne Indiana Jones. Okay, I'll watch it. Maybe.
1: No, I don't even remember a goddamn thing about it. But yeah, he's got a rocket pack that I think he might have stolen.
2: Yeah, because in the promo pictures, uh, he's flying fast with this rocket thing. He's a rocket dude. Rocket dude. All right. right. Uh, Bring back Tia Tia Sinclair. Or Sincar. Uh, Sabi- Sabina Wren, the the actress who plays Sabina Wren or Sabine Wren I cannot speak. Fuck. Uh, she is great on The Good Place, where she's asked to play a variety of characters.
1: By the way, okay, so I know, I know, I've barely done Reb- Rebels, so I'm forgiven for this. I I love The Good Place. I know, I, and I know who the woman is. Like I know who. Di- I didn't realize that she played Sabine. Oh really? Yeah, I had no idea. Because I don't fucking watch Rebels. Oh yeah. So what do you think about
2: her maybe being on, uh,
1: The Mandalorian? I mean, quite honestly, I don't want to see anybody outside of maybe a cameo. I want the show to be its own thing. But I realize that people really yeah. like Sabine, and she's she's uh like she's really fun on the on the Good Place. I've never seen her like do dramatic stuff. I mean, I've heard a little bit of her voice doing dramatic stuff, not realizing it was her, but I don't know. Yeah,
2: um, I, I agree with you. I, I want new characters. And I mean, I think bringing back Sabine would also mean that we would, would have to get Ezra too. And I don't want that at all. I mean, like, I think it's great that, you know, she plays a, like, she's a great actress and everything, but like, I don't know. I... No, thank you. (laughs) Thank thank you, though. But I mean, I would love to see like other actresses. You know, maybe like I like I love to get more like strong women in Star Wars. Yeah. Instead of just like recycling from like TV and movies, or TV and you know everything else. So I don't know. I feel like I'm like being really careful with this answer. I don't know why,
1: but (laughs) no, I like I, I just I don't want to see anybody. Yeah. All right, then the
2: last one is um, have a diverse cast in general, not a uh, and a non-white protagonist. I was disappointed in the Clone Wars, where nearly every Mandalorian was a slim, blue-eyed blonde. Do you guys agree or disagree? I'd love to hear your thoughts. Keep on podcasting, Rabia. Hmm.
1: I mean, that last one, yeah, definitely. I mean, that's one of the reasons I got super excited when when Pedro was rumored. Um. Hmm. But for sure, I'm I'm hoping that the fact we're finally getting some diversity in the director's chair means that something they're really thinking about, and the show casting will reflect that as well. Yeah, I agree.
2: I'm ready to see more a more diverse cast in Star Wars in in, in this TV show too, and in Star yeah. Wars, yeah. Okay, and I'm going to say
1: this, and I'm going to be saying this a lot, so I've already said it a lot, if you ever follow me on Twitter, give me a goddamn queer character on this show.
2: Give Emily what she wants. Bobby Iger. I, I talked to you once about that one show that Emily wanted on DVD, and guess what? That show is now on DVD, and Emily has it and owns it and loves it. So listen to Emily, Bobby Iger. Was that show called that you wanted on DVD again? And You got it on DVD?
1: Gravity Falls?
2: Gravity Falls, Yes.
1: Bobby Iger- Show of all time,
2: yes. Bobby Iger listened to you about that, so we better fucking listen to you about this.
1: That'd be cool. It's just yeah, it's it's past time. Just do it. Don't even make don't make a big deal of it. Just do it.
2: Mm. <sighs> but yeah, um, thank you for the email. I liked how you know it asked a lot of questions, so we got to answer them one by one. I really appreciate you emailing us.
1: Yeah, thank you, Rabia Yeah, we yeah. always like to hear from you. Yeah. Awesome. Huh.
2: Um, so, Emily, where can you find you on social
1: media? All right, so you can find the show on social media at Canto Pod. That's both Twitter and I think occasionally we still have an Instagram, right, Brittany? That's <laughs> that's what you're in charge of. Um, yeah. <laughs> you can you can email us at Canto Pod. You know, email us your thoughts on Resistance or what you're looking forward to for the Mandalorian. Or anything else, you know, email us top three topics or um, fuck, Mary kill ideas. You can. Oh, um before I forget, the monthly Mendo movie this week is going to be this good old Australian film called Mullet, which you're probably not going to be able to find anywhere. We had to get it through other means because I was going to I was about to pay like $50 for it on ebay because it's it's not only is it never out in america but even in australia it's out of print but we're going to be talking about that uh i think like two weeks from now um anyway you can find me on twitter at ef lind that's also where i am on instagram you can hear me talk about star trek on the podcast i do called he's dead jim and i'm going to keep pulling it even though our return date keeps getting pushed back but Hopefully, this week, we're actually going to record some more of How's Annie, which is the Twin Peaks podcast I do. And where can people find you, Brittany? You can find
2: me on Twitter as KentOBrit and Instagram as
1: BrittanyTheGinger. There you go. Uh, Thank you for listening. If you like the show, we have merch up on tpublic.com slash user slash ef lind and please if you have an itunes account rate and review us there because that helps boost the profile of the show quite a bit yeah and until then we will talk to you guys next week bye bye
0: Canto bitch number one doing it fulcrum style. Uh, check it out. Listen up, y'all, cuz this is it. Fuck all the rest, be a canto bitch. Britney the change and Emily Lynn. Bet on these two to show place and win. These are the girls you've been looking for. Unique takes on Star Wars and more. Listen every week for laughs and fun. Take it from me, canto bitch number one. All my girls are- Canto Brick They got the goods And I just can't quit How do you become A bitch like me got You gotta download CBD Send emails Just listen and chill Give them some names To fuck, Mary kill Ask them a question Or send a top three Mine is Lindo, Brittany, and me But my girls are better check out some folks they want a bang and a refresher Massage Ventress and Kylo Ren yo we'll have Tarkin and of course Mendo send a shout to the Porgs into Rustin Brown and Emily's dad straight putting it down every week my girls be getting it done I should know I've been down since day one